Hello and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk About Nothing, the podcast where we do occasionally talk about something. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. I'm Liam. Dan. And uh, yeah, we are once again still in lockdown. I think we're now at the point where the lockdown episodes uh, outnumber the pre-lockdown episodes. So we've been at lockdown too, sitting down in, in Liam's garden. In like... 12 months we recorded so many episodes and then we've recorded the same amount in uh, in three months of lockdown and Liam's just I'm guessing guffed and uh, yeah I muted for the sake of the podcast and did like two massive farts in a fucking week yeah two you're, you're waving your hands around and covering your face <laughs> with your t-shirt really threw me off my rhythm there <laughs> Sorry, we had a Chinese earlier yeah yeah we had, we had salt and pepper chips and then afterwards they was like that was so salty did you not notice so I was like that's one near me, Champion House. We got one near uh, at Liam's the other day. Well, nice. Which one did you go? The one in Sa- I can't remember in what it's Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. It's pretty we good. Because uh, I'm going to say, we are at that point now of lockdown where I don't really know if it's legal to actually go around someone's house and do a recording. I don't know what. But also, I don't want to record it if it is still technically illegal. Yeah, I could go around to. By the time I could go around to his because we're in a, a a double bubble. He's classed as one household isn't that, with mine. Isn't that a chewing gum? <laughs> it does sound like one. If it's not, it should be. Yeah. Copyright. Yeah. So he's in like a. a around your chewing gum, you me. can only blow two bubbles, then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think copyright law works that way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. I've oh, read okay. up on it. Speaking uh, of chewing gum, what do you think it is that makes some chewing gums lose the flavour so quick? It's only on the shit, outside. Shit flavourings. I've also heard dinghy. If you put salt on it, it can recover the flavouring. Yeah, then you've got salty chewing gum. Or it might have been sugar. It was something. Salt would make sense, because salt does bring out... They say like putting salt on like watermelon and stuff, don't they? It brings out the flavour. Yeah, I've got a watermelon in the kitchen. I am going to try it tomorrow, just on one slice. But yeah, that's flavor, gonna, that's flavor's what, already there, though. That's what you're going to need when you're hanging, to be more salty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I drove past, I can't remember what it's called now, but there's this shop um, just on the outskirts of Manchester, and it's got watermelons, like, the size of, like, a all tangerine. three of our reds put together. It is, they are massive. I want to go back and get one. Oh, you're going to say square ones. One. <laughs> Drop that, in, it turns that, into a circle. That, that's, <laughs> that's what we could copyright. They already exist. Do they? Freaking hell, Downey. Fuck me, hang on. I'm gonna... Catch up. They're from Japan, aren't they, I think? Well, they were on that Simpsons episode, yeah. I am basing yeah. off that, but I think it's true. And uh, just in case, by the way, you didn't think you were going to be hanging tomorrow. Holy uh, shit. I'll, I will now introduce this week's beer, which will definitely do the job. And this week is Delirium. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to do this beer. It's probably your favourite beer, right? Top three at the very least, yeah. I love chasing them pink elephants. I make a point of any time I go to a European city to try and hunt down the Delirium Cafe. I think I've been three now. So it doesn't sound like many, but I've only had three opportunities to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And you hunted every single one down. Yeah. Did you go the one in Brussels? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, we all did, didn't we? Yeah. I know, because I thought some people didn't go. It, 
Dan, if anyone ever says to me, do you want to go to the Delirium Cafe? My, my answer is never going to be no. Put it I find it weird that it's your favourite beer. I've, I've, re- I've just always loved it. I think he always seems to gravitate more towards the Belgian ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice, but... I wouldn't say it's my favourite. Plus, when you have a few of these, you're very suggestible. So if it's done the right thing, then you tend to kind of like it. I know it's glass now, but do you think it used to be like this cool little... Cement. Ceramic. Ceramic, yeah. Cement bottle. I've got a ceramic. (laughs) What is it? Maybe. Stroopwaffle vodka. Oh, Oh, nice. Stroopwaffles are amazing. Sorry, I just want to point out for the first time ever, because it's delirium, I'm actually having it out of a glass as well. I was going to say, you, you never have it out of the glass. I'm You're not out of the glass. They're right animals. <clears throat> I, I says says the man who drinks his beer out of milk cartons. I don't drink it out of the milk carton. I pour it into a glass first. You should just drink it out of the milk carton. It's cool. <laughs> milk was a bad choice. Oh, fuck. I, thought that uh, I can't wait for <laughs> Downing Reed in the back of it, to be honest. Is a nice bit of that, to be fair. Triple fermentation. Dream algae yeast. <laughs> Fermented to revolte. Strong beer. That's pretty much all. Yeah. <laughs> produced by Pedota da Gulato. Fucking hell. The smartest Belgians. Amazed by my pronunciation there, were you? No, mine's got, uh, you know, the out-of-date date? Yeah. Mine's got a fucking time. So yeah, mine's drunk- 10.37. Mine's 15.30, so if I've not drank it by 15.30 on the 10th of March, 2023, it's going straight in the bin. Oh, I've got a month on you. 8th of April. Twi- wait, 20, got... 2030? Yeah, 2023. 20, oh, 2023, yeah, same as mine. What time was yours, Dan? 15.30. Oh, I've got a good uh, hour and a half on you, because mine's 5 to 5 on the same day. Oh, now that's weird. Do you think that means they were brewed the same day? I mean, Probably. Still, I suppose. yeah. How the fuck would they know it to the hour, though? That's some bullshit, that. It is. That's Same like how... I don't think it means a lot. We, me and Lydia found some sangria that had fell behind the back of the cupboard. Like our, our, our bottom cupboard's like lifted up a little bit and the shelf comes away from the... Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Our wardrobe does it. So I, I reached down because I was trying to make space and I found this bottle of sangria and it was a month out of date and this reaction was, it's alcohol, it's fine. And it tasted Which fine. Which is right. Fair. Yeah. Surely it only gets stronger. I think with stuff like that, most of it's not thingy. It's not. It's out of date. Isn't it? It's dangerous. It's, the, it's, it's just a bottle, isn't it? Usually, no. It's, it's the the best before, so it's not going to taste sort of its goes best. On a bit, yeah. yeah, I've so had some like, out of date beers before now, and depending on how, how out of date it is, you just might get a bit of shits the next day. Yeah, the frozen stuff as well also has a best before, and that's because it's still edible, but it might not taste the best because the texture's gone funny. Hmm. Well, with water, if you see like water bottles and not just water, but like pop and soda and stuff, that usually the drink by or best before date is to do with the plastic itself. It can start to deteriorate after so long. Grim. Not the drink itself. You just get bits of plastic in your drink. Yeah. What beer is it that's, um, what beer bottle is it that's shit? Is it green or brown? One of them lets like light it and fucks the beer up. I feel like we had this conversation the other week. I feel like we did too. Because I feel like drinks out of a green bottle generally aren't as good. The exceptions being like Heineken, that's about it. How many others can you name other than like Butterbeer and Grosh? The one that I bought, the one that got left in my house, it was trash. I can't remember what it was called. (laughs) It was awful. I 
I can't figure out if this is a green bottle or a brown. It's a brown bottle. Brown. Can you not see the top on yours? Yeah, but looking at the top there, mine looks a bit green. I held it up to the light. Oh, yeah. That's brown, mate. That's brown, though. Shit, though. Is it green? Is delirium a shit beer? Have I been lied to my whole life? Probably. Do I hate delirium now? now? <laughs> Just throw it and launch out the window. Uh, yeah, I give this beer um, a good Rocky. <laughs> Whatever we decided was the best Rocky. Mm. Pardon me. Um, I, I'm having it now, and it's just... Because I don't think I've had it in a very long time. No, neither have I. I'd never go to the pub and order it. Definitely bringing back memories. Yeah. It's got a very <laughs> distinct taste. Yeah. That you remember once you've had some. I really like it. I do like it. It's nice. And the thing is, it doesn't taste eight point what? Eight point five. Five. Yeah. I swear it's it used that... to be stronger. I don't know what that Belgian beer flavour is, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like really floral. Yeah. It's very uh... European. Very Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like waffles and stuff. <laughs> when it tastes like nice no, Dutch. Uh, Same difference. Tastes like chocolate and. Pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Pedophiles. I was waiting for someone to say it. You could taste it now. Well, that's what you're here for, isn't it? Have you ever read about that story? Like the famous one? No. It is fucked up. Like, I was going to say, pedophile. I was going to say I'm not big into conspiracy, conspiracy theories, but we all know that's a lie. I am massive into conspiracy right, theories. Yeah. I don't believe most of them, but I just find them really interesting. But that fucking paedophile ring is the sketchiest shit I've ever read in my life. Regale me. Uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is. Let's have a look. It's... But um, Dan, basic... don't don't listen to what they say when they say you're not a good storyteller. I need to look his name <laughs> up. But anyway, um, so basically, for one case, which is the most famous one that makes Mark Dutroux his name is. Sounds Belgian. The one that like stands up in my mind is the memory is uh, the police went round with a like locksmith to like go into the house and search it for uh, I, I don't know if it was an unrelated crime or what and they got there and this policeman was like um, uh, yeah nothing to see here I don't think and the locksmith was like what are you fucking ha- I can hear two kids screaming <laughs> and the the policeman was like. No, I, I think we're all good. Let's go. And the locksmith was like, I am not leaving until you go and investigate what those screaming noises I can hear are. And the policeman was like, what, mate? Who the fuck do you think you are? Who's the cop here? Who's the policeman here? And like, intimidated like him away. So that sounds like a damn story. <laughs> Intimida- intimidated him away, right? And then uh, there was two girls there and they died. And um, it I feel bad came out laughing. afterwards. The policeman was like, in my opinion, heavily involved. There was like, he had videotapes. Hot takes. No, he had this Mark Dutroux guy had like videotapes of all the girls he trafficked. And he kept saying like, oh, it was with like Belgian politicians and businessmen. And there was a like really rich, famous businessman in Belgium that got arrested as part of this ring. And um, all the videos he claimed like had other people on it. And this policeman lost half the tapes and sent half the tapes back to this Mark Dutroux guy. So they lost so much evidence from it. It was fucking wild. We should definitely do like a deep dive episode on it. I've got a book about it. I've not read it yet, but 
I am into it. I know we use the term comedy loosely, but that might be quite <laughs> a, a bit fine. iTunes has us down as a comedy podcast, but that's going to yeah. be a rough one, I think. On this that episode of Serial, I mean, let's talk about nothing. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Sarah Koenig. <laughs> I don't know if you meant to, but your eyes went a little bit cross-eyed as you said that, and it just elevated the whole bit. <laughs> My uh, method acting, that yeah. is. <laughs> When I'm in character. Policeman, the policeman was called René Michaud, which is an extremely Belgian name. That sounds like a, a French-Canadian name to me. Because of René. Yeah. I, I mean, was, I'm uh, lack of geography knowledge. Yeah, I know we've got a, a topic this week, but completely switching topics from Belgian paedophile rings to uh, French-Canadians. Aaron, can we just talk about how fucked up the new NHL draft is? <laughs> I mean... This is going to go out in early August, probably. Yes, yeah, so people are going to know. <laughs> yeah, but will the draft have taken place by then? No, isn't it due to take place like after the season finishes, so like October? <clears throat> is it really? Yeah, there's a big uh, problem as well with it obviously starting so late because European players think that they're going to be able to start their season early. It's like there's top 10 picks that are basically saying well, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to wait fucking four months for the NHL to possibly restart and to be possibly pay, play there in my first year. So there's a lot of players that, you know, maybe would get the chance. In yeah, would get the chance to play straight away for the NHL teams that they're just not going to. Interesting. Like this guy called Mark Stutzel, I think his name is. He's like going to be a probably a top three pick, possibly top five, I suppose. And... Um, yeah, he's basically said, like, I'll just play in Germany again for another year rather than waste a year waiting. Well, yeah. Which is a pretty big deal. But yeah, it's, pretty, so, it's pretty weird what they've done with it, though, isn't it? Yeah, so the draft downy, they do <clears> the draft, the lottery. Yeah. And if you're a bad team, you get better odds to pick I, first I, overall. So I'm you understand assuming, that. I'm assuming you're saying this for the benefit of those <clears> who don't understand, not because you think I'm that stupid. Well, I do. Um, little well, of column no. A, little of column B. Yeah. So, yeah, if you come last in the league, you've got the best odds yeah. of the first keep, overall keeps pick. Balance, keeps, keeps the balance, keeps the fairness, yeah. and you can train well, your pitch or whatever you need to do. Yeah. Because they paused because of coronavirus, they've delayed the draft but done the lottery. But they've also, because of the coronavirus, expanded the playoffs, sort of, to something called the play-in round. So it's a best-of-five series, and if you win, you're in the playoffs. If you don't win, you're out. And if you're but out... still, that, like... Is it like seven teams? Yeah. Not, in, not even in the playing round. in the playing like round. The absolute worst teams. You would figure they should be the ones in the draft. Yeah. In well, the lottery yeah. for the draft. But what they've done is, um, so you've got this playing round, which is basically like half the teams would be in the playoffs, half the teams wouldn't normally be in the playoffs. And any team that loses in the playing round uh, basically has got a chance of getting the first pick. Yeah. Because what? What they've done is they've, Done the lottery, and the lo- the winner of the lottery, lottery the first overall was, pick was the one of the teams from the playing round. So then there'll be team like a second e. lottery. Yeah, there'll be like a second lottery of all the teams who lost the playing round. So in theory, it could be like what, like Pittsburgh or the fifth, Leafs, fifth best team in the league. Really, Guess could be getting bit. it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Who yeah. who green lights this shit? NHL, NHL. Wendy. Yeah, best league in the world. Not at all an amateur piece of shit. <laughs> also, Aaron, that was really well explained. I was about to take 20 minutes to explain the fucking complications <laughs> of that. I mean, I'm not going to say I drink in a but... 
oh, it's, it just fucking blows my mind. Imagine being like, like Detroit has been like historically bad, like probably the worst team ever in the cap era. And they're picking fourth because they lost the lottery three times. And then a team like Pittsburgh or Toronto or Edmonton could come in and win the draft lottery having after having a pretty good year, really. <laughs> it is If you lose the playing round, Liam, you have a 12.5% chance of picking first overall. That's a joke. Oh, it's really so ridiculous. funny. How's... Um, I love it, though. How, team how's chaos. my team done this year? Blackhawks. They are in the playing round, but are the worst team in the playing round. They had a 0.09% chance of making the playoffs. And then basically 50-50 now against Edmonton. Yeah. Well, they're going up against the team with the best player in the league. So Yeah. Good the, luck only thing, the only thing we all do know is that thingy. Team E will definitely be Arizona when they get eliminated because they are Taylor Hall. One day we'll come back. Just like, I feel like the Bears are going to have a good year this year. I they don't. won't. They will be very bad. They are going to do amazing. You heard it here first, going to do well in there. The Niffle, Aaron. Bears. Uh, not the Bears. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hard to look past. It, it, we're at that point now where it's like hard to look past the teams that did really well last year. Yeah, I still, I still don't think Tampa Bay is going to be as amazing as everyone thinks. No, I'm too. I'm right, too thinking Brady. And yeah, I'm, I'm too focused on like everyone was convinced that the uh, Browns were going to be amazing last year, and the Browns fucking sucked again last year. Why would it be any different this time? It's got to be like Kansas City or Baltimore. I've had a bet on Baltimore <laughs> early, so the odds are still good. Yeah. That's something right. we could we could do actually in the future is season preview. Sports picks. Well, just like, is the Premier League about to restart season preview about who we think is going to do well or whatever? When do you think the Premier League will restart? September, I guess. Do you think they'll do like a slightly delayed normal start? Yeah, yeah. The NHL's on about. It's not going to start till January. I don't know if like anybody's well, going to be in it, like stands wise, fans wise. Mm. I read well, on the. Uh, they've the got to finish today, normal time anyway. Hold on a sec. Well, the thing is, they'll finish. So they're going to finish the uh, Champions League in up August. August. So season should have finished by by the very start of August. Well, normally you'd have. Yeah, yeah, it will do. So normally you'd have season uh, finish, F, FA Cup final, Champions, Champions League final, final, and that's sort of maybe early June. So you have like two months off, but they don't because they're doing pre-season tours and all that anyway. Mm. So uh, realistically, I think you're just going to have probably almost going to roll straight into it because it's only going to be what City. They're going to be the only team that's actually in the. Champions League final. Champions League. Maybe Champions no, you're League. You're not going to be in the FA Cup final. And then yeah, when's that? That's not August, is it? That's only typically it's only a week or so before the Champions League, I think. Yeah, but I mean with this revised schedule we've got. Oh, I think yeah, it's like very, begin, very beginning of August, I think it is. Yeah. Europa League mm-hmm. final as well. That's when's that gonna be? That'll be around the same time, to be fair. So yeah, I suppose yeah. there's that. Um but they said they might put the transfer window up until the 5th of October. I've heard. Yeah, which kind of makes sense with a September restart, I think. The yeah. thing is, you've got to think as well that because, obviously, footballers play right up to June pretty much, and then by July, they're in pre-season, 
and August the season starts. Mm. They've got kind of like maybe, and if there's a, a tournament on or something in the summer, then they have like no time off. Whereas footballers have literally just had three months time off pretty much. Yeah. It's the longest break they've ever had really. Mm. It's, I can't see why they wouldn't just start again in, in September really. But the only the question is really, uh, it's not, not going to be an issue for Premier League clubs or anyone like that because they're not going to be losing the money. money. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know what they're going to do for lower leagues in terms of they actually need fans. Specifically be... League One because that's where it counts now. Particularly, yeah. <laughs> But my point is, it's got to start relatively soonish anyway, because they've already scheduled the Euros for just yeah. This, that's it. So you have to get year. you have to get the season and Champions League and everything else in by end of, sort of middle of May next next year anyway, because mm. you've got the June start for the Euros. Yeah, but I, they could end up doing it like the African Cup of Nations, you know, just take players, I suppose. Can't really do it. Or they could do, like, I suppose you could, but even that—that that would be actually interesting because it would balance out a lot of the African squads. Combinations, yeah. And say, could... say you did the Euros in April. I mean, for the last month of the season, United, your Cities, your Chelsea, your Arsenal's—they're—they're they're playing with their the reserves. Sorry, but Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Wee. Now we're starting. <laughs> that Arsenal really are shite, aren't they? Yes. Um, <clears throat> Have you seen about like Guendouzi? Yeah. The pe- the teams is getting linked to. I'm like, why? Why the fuck? Like United, Barcelona, and Real inquiring. I do not get it. I don't think. I, I don't... know he's only young, but he's got that attitude problem that Ollie won't stand for. Yeah. What did he say? He'd rather have a hole in the squad than an asshole. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> um. We're going back to the NHL thing. That might be the most villainous thing I've ever heard coming out of, you know, a It's not villainous, franchise. it's just it's just sick. I love Ridiculous. It. I think it's I villainous. I love it. And speak do you think it's forgivable? Because speaking of villains Fucking hell, Danny, that was a circuitous route. I was trying to find the segue. That was a long that was, was a long bad. walk for a small drink of water. <laughs> it would have <laughs> been fi- it would have been fine if you if you guys didn't go, no, it's not a villainous actually. I think it's fine, it's just a bit of dickish. <laughs> And you're going, my segue, my segue's dying. <laughs> no, segue. <laughs> Your segue went off the cliff bigger than that guy's segue who invented segue. <laughs> that might be a story for another That is podcast. fucking yeah. wild as well. Imagine inventing the segue and dying to the segue. By falling off a cliff on your segue. You know, like... Um, Live and die by the sword. You know, like Oppenheimer. Die by the segue. Oppenheimer said, like, um, I become death. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> the guy who invented the segue when it first rolled out or whatever. <laughs> I will die to this. This is going to kill me. I'm just thinking, you know, you know, you know um, Paul Rudd clip that he always shares, Mac and me, where it's that kid on the wheelchair that flies off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that. Segway. Just him, just like... <laughs> flying off this cliff on his segue. Dan, have you got pizza? Yeah, I've not eaten yet, so I'm just going to eat pizza or what, mute and take so, bites. So hang on, we pushed the podcast back, and you didn't yeah. think you didn't. We we had it set for eight o'clock, then we pushed it back to half eight. We didn't start till nine, and you've only got food at twenty to ten. Yeah, Liam, I'm supporting my local businesses, and my local business only had a pizza slot at half nine. 
my local business is a bag of shit. <laughs> I know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, they, you know what? What time? What did you want it for? We tried to order it for like eight o'clock, but it was fully booked. That is. Even though, even though it's obviously not sit down. But imagine being a business that you want food from at eight o'clock, but they can only give it you at half nine. That is a villainous thing, don't you? Think, don't you think, Karen? Again, it's almost long... unforgivable. Awful. <laughs> I was reaching there. That was a bad one, Aaron. What are we doing? You know what's you know what's truly unforgivable. That, that policeman, that policeman, <laughs> Rene, whatever, who left two kids to die. To oh, you made me sad again now. Yeah. yeah that's the end of the episode much. today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks oh, for yeah. listening to this episode of Nonces and Sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a spin-off podcast idea for you. Um. So yeah, Wait, the... nonces and or nonces in. Welcome to welcome to episode one of Nonces and Sports, Adam Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if it's and, it'll have to become and because otherwise, I can't think of many. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what the point of this week, this week's pod is we were going to pick up, and I started off with famous sportsmen. We can expand it out to uh, any others, but. So ones that have been considered villains at some point, in some way, shape, or form, whether it's doing something illegal or some kind of attitude problem that they're perceived to have, and then historically now, when you look back at them, have they been forgiven? So I started off, and the first one I came up with was Cantona, Eric Cantona, who... Hero. Liam's, Liam's going to say was never did anything wrong, but... Nope. He did, because he flying kicked someone in the face. <laughs> Chest. Whatever. Chest and provoked. Still. Still. But, I, I'm gonna, by and didn't large... Out, didn't it turn out the guy he kicked was like a racist or something mad? The guy, the guy kicked, said something horrible to him and threw coffee at him. Yeah, and I'm sure it turned out like he was a BNP member. Probably. It's like, uh, you know... He said, like, he, he said white lives matter, You know, milkshake. <laughs> you know milk, milkshake Duck on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this cool picture of him. Duck drinking a milkshake. Five minutes later, turns out that the, the duck is a racist. <laughs> that was that Palace fan. Everyone was like, "Poor Palace fan," and then it was like, "Turns out he's a racist." So it turns out that maybe Eric Cantona's forgiveness came a lot quicker than some of these people's did. Then Eric Cantona, to be honest, I mean, even at the time, and I remember, I, I sort of remember. Obviously, I was quite youngish. I remember it was like a big deal, but I also remember everyone, everyone also saying. Yeah, it was really bad, that wasn't it? No place in the game, no place in the game. Pretty fucking cool, though, actually, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I watched he's the video. He's on that kick, didn't he? I watched Everyone... the video quite a lot on YouTube, just, yeah. just for laughs. Everyone thinks <laughs> it's it, amazing. Everyone has to say, you know, that, oh, yeah, that was bad, actually. That was a bad thing to do. That was not a good... Drop kicking a fan is always a bad thing to do, but afterwards, everyone's like, but that was actually <laughs> quite cool. <laughs> Are you telling me if, like, some idiot in the crowd shouted something racist at, I don't know, I don't know if it was racist, xenophobic. I'd, I'd do it on a Monday night if someone annoyed me. Yeah, but if, well, if there was anybody there. Yeah, but like one of the mums watching the kids on the next football pitch over, if they said something, I'd fucking karate chop them right in the face. Like, oh, you look at you and your tiny ears. <laughs> Who, who's, a player, who's a player that's really not liked in England? Like Pogba. Someone shouted something xenophobic at Pogba, and then Pogba freaking 
switching music, Dom, are you telling me that he would not instantly become the most popular player in, in England by a bajillion percent? Possibly. It worked very Graham, Graham Sooner should have something to say about it. Graham Sooner should be like, I respect that, actually. I was wrong about him. I respect that. <laughs> I respect a switching music. It would be a Pogba's comeback tour. Now we know what we need to do. Yeah, you, you can, can, you can do it. fans in the ground. <laughs> Just run on and say something. Um, It'd be even easier now because Switch and Music a cardboard cut out and then claim it was racist. Like the, <laughs> like the Bin Laden one at Leeds. <laughs> well, imagine how good it'd be if somehow United played Leeds and Pogba Switch and Music the Bin Laden thing and chopped its head off and then claimed afterwards it's Bin Laden and acted on instinct. Everyone would be like, get me a Pogba shirt. I love him. <laughs> Give Pogba a medal. The Canton are things a bit... Oh, they're going to be a little bit biased because... Yeah, shocker. He was my favourite player growing up. I used to go around primary school with my collar popped because I wanted to be like Eric Cantona. I gave myself a nickname, the Cantona Kid, as a child. <laughs> no one else called it me. No, I think it, it, it didn't, it didn't catch on. A nickname. <laughs> it did not catch on. I was like, what, five? But yeah. So, yeah, I, I've, I could never have a bad word to say about Cantona. And he's just fucking amazing. You ever, you ever watch his interviews or anything or listen to him now? He's just mental. The, seagull, the seagulls follow the whatever, the troll. The troller. He was yeah, mental back in the day. He's sick. And he retired. He said that back in the day as well. That's not a yeah. new thing that's only just come on. My favourite thing about Cantona, I know this has turned into a you know, not sportsman we can't forgive, but more of a sportsman we love. But my favourite thing about Cantona is that he retired still sort of like, in his peaks, he was like, nah, game's gone. Money's ruined it. Game's gone. Not having this. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And then he bloody shills for Cronenberg. I just love him. <laughs> He's on that series on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. But it's like a genuine crime series. It's nothing to do with him being Eric Cantor. He's just like an actor in it. I haven't seen it, but it looks amazing. Yeah. It came up and I was like, for a good like 30 seconds. Squid me sitting your eyes. Is that Eric Cantor? Is he doing a funny accent? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> Might even be in French, I'm not sure, to be fair. He's so, honest, I, tru- I truly think Eric is like a... He's a good, somebody he's a good who's dude. absolutely been, been reformed either way. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's forgiven him because everyone yeah. loves him now. Another one I've got, I don't know if you, uh, anybody else has got this one, but Tyson Fury. Oh, I feel like... I've, I, I was thinking of Tyson Fury because... He's probably going to win BBC Sports Personality of the Year. Really don't think he should, because he's it should, a terrible fucking person. It should definitely be Rashford. Again, it, it should quite be Rashford. biased, but it should be Rashford. Can we all just agree on that one? I'd vote for Rashford, but yeah. Yeah. Tyson Fury is a terrible human being. Also, why, why is Tyson Fury going to win it this year? What's he done this year? This year when uh, he beat Wilder. Yeah, he's beat Wilder. He got back this year? Yeah. Got, <laughs> got back into the sport, didn't he? Remember, you got to remember that this year has been 12 years long. <laughs> and it's all about he achievements got back into as well. Sport, like two years ago. Like, no, properly. This, this, this was the year that he got like announced he was back on the, the well, world this was the, stage. This was the year that he won the world titles and everything, wasn't it? So, so he's probably going to win it, but I mean, his views are fucking Not for me. horrid. They are awful. He definitely seems like he's just got hold of a decent PR guy now. Yeah, yeah. He, he doubles down on a lot of stuff. What did he tweeted some awful the other day? Did he? So maybe he's yeah. not fully forgiven then. I think he is. I feel like I feel like by the for, 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 for the shit he got sent down for, whatever people have forgotten all about that. 
people just like him because now because he's a funny character, a bit weird, and he's a good boxer. And people, so yeah. people don't really people forget about shit quite fast. True. So but yeah, seems to be anyway. And also because what you got sent down for for drugs on it, so it's not like it's hurt people. Well, yeah, it wasn't so much that as he kind of stopped boxing because he got big into his drugs and sort of he started tweeting out kind of weirdly racist and uh, homophobic, misogynistic real, stuff, real homophobia. And yeah, seem to be. I also not think a nice we forget for, for a guy like called the Gypsy King. Bad to say, but I kind of expect it. Well, it's I'm not, not nice. touching that one. <laughs> nope, that is extremely bad That's... to say. Should get, uh, sorry, Aaron, sh- 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 let that hang for a minute. <laughs> no, it's not, I can smell how bad that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cut. <laughs> yeah. If you were uh, note down the time for that one, Liam. Uh, have you got any that you think people have sort of forgiven now? Uh, no, I don't know yeah. if they've forgiven them, but my first note, I've just got the, the title. I've just got the title "Villains," and my first one is Oscar Pistorius. Oh, I mean, no well, don't get me wrong. We'll move on to Unforgiven because I've got a few of them as well. Yeah, Oscar Pistorius is definitely not forgiven, man. So, someone I think has been forgiven when he should definitely not have been Michael Vick. See, I had Michael Vick in my forgiven pile at first, and I kind of moved. I've got like a, a maybe section, which is on the fence. <laughs> yeah, so the ones where I'm kind of not really sure what everybody thinks now, and I've moved him into that because it's pretty reprehensible what he did. It is awful. It, it, to, to be honest, I was I was not 100 percent up on you know the Michael Vick case, and then we said we were doing this, so I looked it up, and uh, it's fucking way worse than I expected. I was in the you know sort of thinking like, it's the same as anything, you know, like when a celebrity gets done for tax fraud, or like Messi does or whatever, you always think, fucking what a dickhead Messi is. But then you look into it and it's like, Messi's accountant did tax yeah. fraud and Messi and signed a piece of paper. Where, and I was, like, was going to say, we should just elaborate that Michael Vick, who is, for anybody who doesn't know, was a star NFL quarterback in the mid-2000s. Super fun to watch. In his prime, he sort of, had it cut short because he was involved in an illegal dog fighting ring and he was responsible for like killing lots of dogs basically and it was all pretty horrible and he got put down he got put down he got sent he got down, put down. But, uh, well <laughs> i don't believe in the death penalty but he die <laughs> for that he got sent down for like a couple of years and then eventually did actually come back and made a comeback with the eagles a different team that he was because he was originally with the falcons um and he sort of seemed to rehabilitate his image there by like being good. a nice guy for, for a few years and playing relatively well, albeit not as well as he was before. But. I think it was all thingy down to it was massively put out into into the ether that yeah, Michael Vick was guilty of these crimes. What all Michael Vick did really was like he rented a space on his land, he gave them a bar to use to his cousins, he did this, he did that. And then when you look into the case, it was actually Michael Vick was like fucking beating dogs, drowning dogs, basically being an evil. He was person. like the John Wick of the dog world. Yeah, he was not being like. I mean, he's the opposite nice of John guy. Wick. John Wick started because someone killed his dog. Yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> he's the guy. He's, he's the guy that killed the dog in John Wick. Is what yeah. he is. He's the Lily Allen's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alfie. Yeah. That's the one. But, um, uh, 
Oh, I've I mean, got I suppose the other thing I'll, I'll raise is, you know, all meat is murder anyway, so. All right, Morrissey. There we go. Not in a Morrissey quote, because I do not want to be associated with that person. Yeah, I bet you don't. I've got a few, actually. Sorry, I've just remembered that. I wrote a few down last night. Um, Ant from Ant and Deck fame. Mate, you are looking at your notebook. How have you just remembered? <laughs> so I just, I just picked my notebook up. Oh, uh, yes, I've just remembered. I just remembered to pick up my notebook. Carry on. Ant from Ant and Deck. That's a good shout. Because you got what? Smashed up drink driving. Crash drink, drink driving. Really, it's a pretty bad thing to do. But everyone's gone, oh, yeah, but he's funny to look at, though, isn't he? So. <laughs> they are the nation's sweethearts. We had, we had, like, three weeks of just deck on his own and went, no, nah, we'll forgive Ant. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Willoughby. Holly is Willoughby the, on I'm a Celeb. Get is that the big one of the one? The big one. The big one. The, I thought so. Arguably the funnier one. Ironic. I, I'm going to be honest, I've not watched much, that much. Not as cute, stuff. He's PJ, not Duncan. Yeah, hopefully that clears it up for you, Dan. Yeah, if anybody else was unclear. If this, if, if that English-centric topic we were talking about then hasn't been smooth <laughs> enough, <laughs> have PJ and Duncan Americans. Yeah, only people who, uh, what is it, only 90s kids will get this. Yeah. <laughs> them ones of Biker Grove, Dan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was not big into Biker Grove. None of us were, because we were two. <laughs> finished oh, PJ got what shot in both eyes with the paintball. Who <laughs> got shot in both eyes? PJ. Was that's he blinded? Why drink, that's why he's drink driving now. Is that like Drake in uh, Degrassi, how he was in a wheelchair? Bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. Drake was in Degrassi, and dude was in a wheelchair in Degrassi. That's, I, didn't, I knew he was in Degrassi, I didn't know he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, that was like his, his whole story. It does sound like a very Wait, similar sort of... From Drake and Josh? Thing. No. No. Drake the, the music artist. Yeah, from Drake and Josh. <laughs> you mean they're not the same guy? <laughs> um, um I've got three others for my forgiven people. Okay. Uh these are all American centric as well, these ones, so uh, have, you, have you sorry, have you had analytics from where the listeners like seven listeners have come from? Does it give you that? Uh Mostly in the UK. We've got one from... Uh, one, a few from the US. Wow. And we had one download from Bahrain. Big in Bahrain, though. So when was that? Doesn't say. Okay. The guy I was reading to the other day was... <laughs> don't matter. I was going to say he's in, he was somewhere. It's still so fucking uninteresting, man. He was in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Which I don't think's Bahrain. Carry on. No, that's Israel. No. <laughs> Not listening to it yet, then. <laughs> oh, the um, so the other ones I've got, uh, Barry Bonds, who is, for anybody who doesn't know, a baseball player. And he's basically very famous for, in the 2000s, he basically was like the home run hitter. He just broke all the records of home runs, most in a season, like most in a career, he did everything. And there was a lot of sort of things about he's probably cheating, but I don't think they ever proved it, to be honest. I don't think he ever actually failed a drugs test, but it was very sketchy and there was a lot of weird practices going on. We all know who's cheating, number one. Number two, I don't think Barry Bonds is hated. I, so I, I also think, th- I also I think, think any like big baseball writer or baseball dude who hates Barry Bonds is being a major hypocrite because Barry Bonds basically saved baseball after the nightfall lockout. 
Yeah. So it's I think very he's... hard to hate someone who's saved the sport. He also seems like quite a nice guy from everything I've yeah. seen. And also... Just like to juice. Let's, let's yeah. be perfectly honest. Fucking everyone in MLB was juicing back then. Just loves hitting dingers. If you can show me like three players that weren't taking pets, I will show you three players that weren't in the, the majors. They all were. To be fair, baseball is such a bizarre sport because it's so corrupt. I find it crazy that taking steroids makes such a big difference in baseball. Like the NFL, I get it why it'd make a big difference because, you know, like it's a big on strength thing. And I get that hitting and stuff in baseball, but it wasn't just like hitters taking steroids. It was fucking everyone. <laughs> it's like it's the coaches. The, the ball coaches, boy the was mascots. taking. Literally everyone. got his ass out on the bench yeah. there. Like. Everyone, it seemed to be an MLB to me. Like one dude took it once and was like, it's pretty good actually. And he told like one other person. And then it just spread around the league and everyone was like, I think steroids are actually sick. I love steroids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I can't like, tell anyone, but this ha, ha, is amazing. How will that That's help? how every drug starts. Yeah. How will that help your performance, <laughs> pe- pe- peanut thrower guy? <laughs> Don't ask me stupid questions. <laughs> I can make it from the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs here. <laughs> Into the third deck. Um, yeah. Baseball is such a weird sport. For, and to be honest... I also I mean, want to say, on top I was, of that, you've also got the obvious rampant cheating that's been going on over the last few years by almost every team as well. Yeah, I, I also want to say this. Every single sport has a performance-enhancing drug problem, and anyone who doesn't think it is an absolute soft baby idiot <laughs> who's right. fooling themselves. Wet behind the ears, so boy, boy, beta, <laughs> cook. <laughs> every single athlete is doing something to get an edge. And I refuse, like, you remember a few years ago when there was that, um, the Barca doctor or whatever got indicted for, like, prescribing steroids and, like, oh, it wasn't to any Barcelona players. Bullshit. It was to all the Barcelona players. They just didn't want to have to suspend the entire Barcelona team. It's, Barcelona brings in so much money. Yeah. It's the it same was, no, it, was, it was to all the Barcelona players, but Messi took all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same for every team. Like, I'm a United fan. I 100% suspect that every single United player is on steroids. I'll tell you who's not. Luke well, Shaw. Sure. I don't know, to be honest. He fucking, he bulked up when he got came to United. Yeah, I know he bulked up. <laughs> That's a problem. Not just that, I think he got thingy. I think he got some of the United steroids when he was on the Southampton steroids and the Southampton ones were just not quite as... Steroid. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know anything. I don't know anything about steroids. Everybody everybody at home now just look the word up steroidy. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be steroids. It can be anything. It can be human growth hormone or I remember listening to an interview once about a former footballer. That means they couldn't have uh Vix Vix, you know, like for your sign and that. shit. What? No, you know the the spray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they couldn't have that. Uh, because it would show up on a drugs test. There's something in it that would basically meant you would be using a performance-enhancing drug. It's a big thing in cycling, isn't it? That uh, like hay fever and asthma medication. They can't have that because the court on the like masking agent. So if you if you say so if you say if you declare that you've taken that, it can mimic something else. So it's like a masking. Could so be. I know uh, you know. I mean, in theory, though, if you think about it, if you're taking like on a bike or something and you're taking uh, 
Vicks and Heineken or something, something that help you breathe, yeah. help you go for longer and faster. So, well, that's the problem. It's so, it. it's so thingy. It's so enhancing drug, Vicks vapor rub. Yeah, it's so it's so thingy. Like, say, put, it on your, put it on your feet. Patrick Vieira's uh, shirt was always stuck to his chest so much. Yeah. It's all over the place. Like, it's so it's such a fine line to define what they have as performance enhancing. But it's like you know, Sarney last year was meant to go to Bayern. Yeah, but he got injured, so he pulled out. Sane wasn't meant to play in the game that he got injured in. It was meant to be Mares, but Mares didn't play because when he was with Algeria, I think it was for the Afcon or for he a got, friendly. I can't he remember. He got given something, didn't he? Yeah, he got given a nasal spray, and City couldn't confirm what was in it, so they wouldn't play him, so he couldn't get drug tested, so he couldn't get suspended. And then so Sane, Sane played injured. in his place, got, injured, got injured, and then didn't it's get transferred. Crazy. That's mental. What, what Domino effect, effect that, that is. Yeah. Because, because Mara's had a blot nose. Um, other people. Fuck, I've, I've got to run about this. No, about it's fine. Drugs. Yeah, it's fine. I, I like the, uh, the risk. Sorry. Sorry. New drug one. Just a quick one. Just a quick side topic. Have you seen about the, uh, the bubble the NBA's doing? No. And, no have you seen what, and have you seen what drugs they're testing for? Or more importantly, have you seen what drugs they are not testing for? No, no, because we didn't Marijuana, even know. Any chance? Any recreational drug that is not performance enhancing will not be tested for in the bubble. However, they have sent a league memo letting people know that weed is illegal in Florida. <laughs> but how wild is that? They've just decided, like, <laughs> we're not testing for recreational. You shouldn't be taking weed because it's illegal. However, we're not going to narc on you. <laughs> that seems to be the gist of that memo. What it says to um, me as well is so what is performance enhancing? Yeah. Can you take coke? Can coke, you take definitely performance enhancing? Yeah, I was gonna say that. that Ketamine, amphetamines, LSD. Ketamine. Who's that um LSD what? to be like seeing three oops? Into the non existent crowd. <laughs> was it Doc Hol- Holiday or something? The the, playing, there was, like, a no hitter in MLB on LSD. Could have been. Yeah, that sounds about and right. He, and he said um, the reason he could do it was like the ball was bigger or the, <laughs> the ball, <laughs> ball was bigger, bigger or something. He's like, throw yeah. me in this direction, dude. <laughs> there was someone in MLB that threw a no-hitter on LSD. <laughs> I think it, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? It was like the 60s, yeah, mm-hmm. when LSD was like massive. Um, talking of, uh, of basketball as well, the next one I've got is LeBron James. LeBron James. And... His is kind of a minor one, and it all boils down to uh, what he dubbed the decision, which was oh, yeah. he played for he played for um, for Cleveland for a long time. He's from Cleveland. He's from the area. He played for them for a long time, and he came out and he had a big publicity about whether he was going to sign his new contract or not. And this was the first kind of this because everybody does it now. Um, and he decided that he was going to go to Miami, and basically he went to Miami and won two titles, and kind of was a big time villain. It was like an asshole move, really. Um, however, he did then go back to Cleveland afterwards and win a title with them. So pretty forgiven, I'd say, That's on fair. that front. Yeah. All right, lads. I'll be with you in two seconds. My cat's just knocked over a full beer. <laughs> Dance. Wait, wait, was it one of the ones that you bought the other day? Because that, that whole garden's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> not over that. It, this is Massive. a 750 mil bottle. Oh, it's only a brew drink, it's okay. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, fucking Antoine Griezmann did 
La Decision. Half yeah, but his decision century. was that he was going to stay with the same team. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bell end. <laughs> and then only to move a year later anyway. And yeah, shit. exactly. Absolutely shite. Um, my next one was Taylor Swift. This might be one for, for Daniel, actually, so just talk about she sells. Yeah, I was going to say, the other one I've got, I kind of want Dan to speak on as well, because he's definitely going to have opinions. If there's... If, if nothing else, Dan has opinions. Nothing else, this bit's right. getting cut from the podcast, isn't it? If nothing else, depends who can find it. How hard <laughs> I look. <laughs> I assumed you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's in the car, it's like, fuck, fuck! Someone crashed. Why do they keep clapping the dickheads? <laughs> Sorry, before I left, I, thought, I, felt, I feel like I heard you say LeBron James. You missed yes, that. We, We're not saying it again. We did LeBron James, basically. Why, why would he be hated? For the decision. Uh, yeah, he's forgiven. Move on. Yeah. yeah. We, we... yeah. All right, Dan. Fucking hell. Oh, hey, Mr. Sorry, it's I'm not throwing his, beer. throwing his beer around and then he's all dismissive of everyone else's ideas. Let me set half an hour, reset my router, then I'm going to go on mute for 20 minutes to eat my fucking pizza. Go on then, Liam. Do your next one, then. Taylor Swift, Snakegate. Snakegate? I was going to say, you're going to have to explain this one for me, because I'm... Okay, so... I feel like I'm pretty up on it. There was a Kanye West song, and I forget what it was called. It's off Life of Pablo. Famous. Famous, yeah, that's the one, where he references Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor Swift then came out and was like, I don't like this. I don't like being spoke about in this way and all that sort of stuff. But then... That sounds perfectly understandable, because it was... (coughs) It was not flattering terms, was it? Well... But what then happens is there's a video released by Kim Kardashian of them on the hearing Connie on the phone to Taylor Swift talking it through with her and getting the okay from her and being like, oh, that's totally fine. I was like, yes, no issue. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she was called a snake for ages, but then just suddenly seems to disappear. Just to follow up on this, I and also remember the sweetheart. I seem to remember, didn't it turn out that it was like, a promotion thing probably was but i don't i never heard of that <laughs> i don't know if it was but <laughs> I mean, you, you, could, you could have just not said that part down we could have lied and had a better I mean, story I mean, to be honest, that might not be true I'm, I'm just sure i'm sure that i read somewhere that it was like kanye's agent was like friends with fucking taylor swift and they're like let's get both in the news fucking no i feel like that, that that was probably the grammys thing oh i don't know to be fair, though, if Dan hadn't said that this was whole thing was a promotion, we'd have just got hundreds of tweets about it from all of our hundreds of listeners. Yeah, I'm sure, to be honest. Oh, well, yeah, probably. Speaking of which, follow us at LTANpod on Twitter. Please, oh, Danny. Please. Don't, don't do it in the middle now. Please. <laughs> <I'm gonna>, uh, <laughs> she's 100% forgiven. Who cares? I mean, I'm the biggest Kanye stan ever. But uh, I'd say he's probably the more controversial one at the moment. Probably more aggressive. Yeah, especially with the whole Donald Trump stuff recently. I know he's come out and said that it was all to try and convince him to like free some people and do some other stuff, but I'm sorry, that's a pretty weak excuse. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, look into it, because it was a great video. It was kind of like the It's Rebecca Vardy thing. <laughs> Not as funny as that. <laughs> it was great. It's Rebecca Vardy is the greatest detective story of our time. 
Have you heard um, Rebecca? Okay, so Aaron, you can explain the story because you can explain things really well. Oh, the, the Rebecca's Vardy thing was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that it was Colleen Rooney had basically put out this really long statement, sort of seemingly unprovoked. I don't know if there was any sort of build up to it. I only saw the statement. And it's basically the whole statement was like, um, she realised that one of her friends had basically been um, releasing all this information about her to the press. Sorry, to, um, so in case anyone's completely oblivious, Colleen Rooney is married to Wayne Rooney, like England, the Man United record holder, one of the best players ever to play the game. Correct. Yeah, sorry. Um, and yeah, basically that she figured it out. And also Rebecca Vardy is married to Jamie Vardy. Well, hang on. One of the greatest meme players of all time. <laughs> he, uh, He's also yeah, good, so but still. Colleen had uh, basically realised by releasing by basically telling people a bunch of fake stories or the friends and realizing which ones actually made it out to press. Can we see, can we see if we can find the, the statement? The big long statement, basically, and it's just all telling us all detail and all of this stuff. And then at the very end, it's got dot, dot, dot. It was Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> it's just the most mind-blowing thing. It was the best thing ever. I've literally ne never, never had such a good day. And it was a weird crossover between like sports life and gossip life, which I'm yeah. also big into because I fucking love gossip. The back pages and the front pages. And celebrity culture and everything. It was so good. Everyone, people that hate football were like, have you seen this Rebecca Vardy story? And I was like, yes, my friend, let's <laughs> chat about it. <laughs> I know you hate football, but I love this story. Oh my God, it's so long as well. I know. Do not read the whole quote. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm just like looking back at it now. It's amazing. It's so wait, was Rebecca Vardy one of our forgiven or unforgiven? I was going to say, who, who's the athlete? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, to me, she's unforgiven. But she, no, in fact, no. So I feel like people forget about it because there's a 24-hour news cycle, and that probably lasted more than that. three minutes. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel like she's being forgiven, but now I'm back. I'm back disliking her because she's suing Colleen Rooney for libel. Are you are you team Colleen then? Are you? I'm, oh, oh yeah. She's got the, the only other time I was ever vaguely aware of Rebecca Vardy is I'm pretty sure they were on Celebrity Gogglebox one time. Yeah, that she was. On, I'm a celeb as well. Was she? Yeah, last year. I I, I, I I couldn't I couldn't really care less about who wins or who's slinging this or that or whatever. I found it a very interesting story. Oh, it was amazing. Don't really hate Rebecca Vardy. Don't really care. I still quite like Jamie Vardy because he is, in my opinion... A shit house. No, he's just like... We all like shit best, houses. He's the best dickhead in the Premier League. He's True. the guy that you would have gone to school with and fucking hated. If I, if I knew him, I'm pretty sure I probably wouldn't like him. But because I don't know him, I really like him. Sounds like Liam X. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, grown... the other way around. We know no, him, so we like him. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what it is. If we didn't that... know him... It's the same thing with Jamie Vardy. If you met him now, you'd probably be like, bloody hell, mate. But if you'd known him for like 20, 15, 20 years, you'd be like, bloody love you, Jamie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great logic, but it does work. If you know what I mean, I love you, but also, under your breath, I guess. Um, so, sorry, I've just got one more, which is go on. 
Lindsay, this... Lo- Lindsay Lohan question mark. I don't know why I feel like she's probably a villain, but she's probably she's probably a villain for something. She's had I some think... scandals, surely. I feel like Lindsay Lohan's much more of like a a sad character than like a yeah, I feel the same. character. She was like you know had drug issues and dad I mean, issues. Bring bring us back to Downtown. Yeah. I mean, we're really depressed again now after we've talked about paedophiles. I was right to put the question girls. mark. Yeah. <laughs> she peaked with Mean Girls. That's the... And that was it. I mean, I will say this. Mean Girls, though, what a fucking film. What a film. Idea for a great film. Mean Ten-star girl. film. Mean Girls audio commentary. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that just, just to get to watch Mean Girls again. We'll save it for the Patreon that we're never going to set up. <laughs> <laughs> The last one I've got for forgiven uh, people are mine's again with a question mark uh, because I think they've generally been forgiven by the public at large and more so for recent events. And this is also going to be a downer uh, is Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Forgiven because he died. A little bit. I think. I was about to say spoilers then, but anyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a. It's not. Season 12 of Kobe Bryant's life story, I think. Is... <laughs> I think he's probably forgiven, but probably shouldn't have been. It's one of them things, I think, is because everything else he did in his life, he was seemed like a pretty, I mean, good guy, I guess. Yeah, Ish. I mean, he's like... He was the... also like a Jordan-esque psychopath about comp- competition. Yeah, but that doesn't make him a villain. Said this no, before. Make, the best winners make him a bad person, but I, I still think Michael Jordan's probably a bad person. I mean, depends what you ask. Yeah, you know, ask like his, anyone, ask anyone, anyone that knew Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that documentary, the main thing that came out of the Last Dance, which was it was sick. I loved it as well as much as everyone. Which how I the main thing was like this. No, the main thing that came out was Thingy. In the documentary, everyone was like, and that was just Michael who did this, and then on Twitter, everyone was like. Fuck Michael, it actually happened like this. Michael was a piece of shit. Michael did this, Michael did that. I think I thought the main thing that came out of that was that everybody kind of remembered Dennis Rodman was actually a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> I like Dennis Rodman. And also how I red ro- how red MJ's eyes could get. You don't like Rodman? No. Also Why not? Red, they were like a weird uh, yellowy colour. Yeah. Is Rod is Rodman a villain? Um I don't think he's a villain. I just don't like. like if if you, um, I like that he was you, like himself. If you the balls back I really in the day, like it. I don't think he hated him and loved him. That's the thing. I don't necessarily think he is himself ever. <clears throat> I think he's constantly putting on this kind of show and this kind of facade that he's got to be really out there and really weird and really interesting. Whereas deep down, he's probably just like, like Dan. a normal, normal kind of boring person. Yeah, just like Dan. Yeah, weird is not a personality like, type. One hundred percent disagree. I really think. Dennis Rodman. I admit some of it probably is put on a bit, but I think he's just a bit of a weird dude, a bit yeah. of a quirky dude who was really good at sport. <clears throat> also, I was, I was re-watching some of that Big Brother stuff the other day, and he's massively I, lecherous in it. Yeah, that's like that's different. But I also think like when he was playing basketball, that was genuine. And I also think it's really fucked up that like Dennis Rodman, everyone's like, nah, he's putting it on, he's doing this, he's doing that. But like you know, Kaka, yeah, footballer, he was like a fucking. Mad, like level five hundred Christian. No one accused that guy of putting it on, and he did weird shit all the time for being that that mental Christian. Yeah, but you just went, "Oh, he's Christian," and everyone went, "Oh, that explains the mad shit." Then, 
Yeah, but I think it's just different levels. I think, you know, you can get someone who's mad into being a Christian and someone who's just into um, being a Christian. I kind yeah. of agree with you a little bit on the while he was a basketball player. <clears throat> I think some of, the stuff, some of the stuff after is definitely, like, putting it on a bit. But... Yeah, the trips to North Korea and his best friend, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he a socialist? I mean, I don't really know. Maybe that's just a, a sports person thing. It's like Gaza going to see Raoul Moult. <laughs> what yeah, that's that just I think that's, that's a the best bit story different. ever. <laughs> I don't um, think Dennis Rodman turned up with a fishing rod and a bag of KFC. <laughs> when uh, when the last dance was aired. I fucking wish he did, though. Fucking um, Pornhub searches for Carmel Electra surged to more than 1.7 million compared to a de- daily average of just 1,500. I can't believe she's only getting 1,500 hits nowadays. World's a different place. I say it's just not worth it. I'm part of that 1.7 million. I'm not, I'm not mistaken. I'm like, Carmen Electra was not a porn star. No. She just uh, modeled slash. Nah, she did some. She was in like Baywatch. Bay, Baywatch. Baywatch one <laughs> We all know what you called it. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting back to Kobe, I think generally... Kobe. I think he has probably been forgiven by and large. I still find it quite hard to forgive him. It's so it's a pretty grim story when you know if for anybody who doesn't know, in two thousand two, I think it was, I wanna say. It's around then. Dan will fact check me now. Um he was in a hotel in Colorado and was basically he'd been in a room with a girl and this was one of the first cases of the girl then accuses him of sexual assault and the case never really went anywhere and he basically paid for it to go away, seems like. Oh, three it was. Um, oh, three. Okay. That wasn't that far out then. Uh, no, you were pretty close, um, to be fair, from memory. Yeah. So that's kind of... Yeah. It's always that kind of thing of... It, it felt like he probably did do it because he kind of released a statement where he said, I shouldn't have done this and I shouldn't have done that. And he kind of never really apologised for it, but also didn't say, I didn't do it. And it's just one of those things of like, I don't know. always felt kind of weird to me. Even for years later, like watching him play basketball and everybody adoring him and stuff. And I was always a little bit like, "Eh." It was all big news at the time. So reading on the It was huge at the time, yeah. He was accused by a 19-year-old hotel employee. She had bruising on her neck. The police asked him about it. He said that it was consensual. The case was dropped after the accuser refused to testify. And that she then later on filed a civil suit against him, which she won. It was settled out of court and included Kobe Bryant publicly apologising to her, the family, the public, but he still denied the allegations. Yeah, it's that kind of thing of like when you read his apology, it's like the least convincing apology ever. It, it was the civil suit. Mm. I think that was always the thing for me. I, d- I don't know if it's the least apolo- uh, convincing apology ever. Well, o- OJ okay. did write a book saying, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was called If I Did It. I know it was, but the family won it in the civil suit. And <laughs> the family it. won in the civil suit that they got the word if to be absolutely tiny on the cover and hidden <laughs> within another word. To be fair, what the fuck was he thinking when he released a book, If I Did It, which was basically like, if I did it, this is how I would have done it. And also, this is how she was murdered. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Folks Everyone's sitting me. there going, no, oh, yeah, this all does sound quite familiar. Mental. Uh, that leads me on to unforgiven people. My first unforgiven person, OJ Simpson. By and large, pretty unforgiven. 
I think, especially because... Oh, it's a even, terrible even... segue. <laughs> <laughs> he's left. He's gone. That's it. He's had enough. Um, so I think even if people kind of thought he was still innocent, um, then his recent actions, including going to a sports memorabilia store and armed robbery... Yeah, someone, yeah. Yeah, uh, armed robbery for it, basically for his own shit as well, I believe it was, that he actually got sent to prison for. It was his signed um, merch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his signed merch that he basically stole back from the shop. Uh, then he actually went to prison for it. So I think that's tarnished him beyond anybody's sort of... Such a uh, dumb crime, too. Surely he could have just signed new shit. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's his signature. Like, Oh, was I, it mem- memorabilia or whatever? I think there was. Like, it was like a signed football or like like a game football or something like that. Right. But even so, I mean... Come on, OJ. I feel like he's unforgiven as well because it's so clearly obvious that he definitely did it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, we've been watching... I say we. Keeping up with Kardashians been on quite a lot at home. <laughs> Big into <clears throat> it. Yeah, and um, there's an episode where Khloe Kardashian's like, when she was like a kid, there was a big fight between Kris Jenner and uh, Robert Kardashian. Right. Because they were friends with OJ and his uh, yeah, Nicole Robert beforehand. Yeah, was one of his lawyers, wasn't he? Yeah. And um, basically, Robert took OJ's side, Chris Jenner took Nicole's side. We all know who was right. Yeah. There's no fucking question. And it is oh. crazy that he got off. It's the most insane thing ever. It's got to be like the biggest mistrial in the history of America. I mean, everybody keeps saying, I sh- I've not seen it yet, but there's that ESPN documentary uh, oh, made, in, made in America um, that's meant to be like completely covers everything about it. It's meant to be like one of the best documentaries. I have seen the American Crime Story one that they did with, uh, with it had got Ross from Friends playing Robert Kardashian and uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. played OJ Simpson, which was quite good. Worth a watch. I've watched documentaries on it, but they've always been like, um, you know, like Sky ones. I used to watch them with my dad all the time. My dad was obsessed with the OJ trial when I was a kid, apparently. Seems like a weird thing. Was it like 94? Yeah. Uh, 94 was when he got caught. Yeah, so it was my dad and granddad. So I, I was obviously like three. My dad and granddad used to just obsessively watch the OJ trial, even though they were in England. I guess it's quite interesting, to be fair. They said it was, because it was, was it like one of the first publicly broadcasted, like, murder trials or something crazy? I don't know, but I know that they can do it in the States, but they can't do it over here, so. Yeah, so I think that's what it was. So it was obviously like one of the first. Probably on the the biggest as well. Yeah, Yeah. one of the first absolutely massive ones that have come overseas. So my dad and granddad apparently just obsessively watched it constantly. Yeah, but, that's... Uh, so he's... I think we're all in agreement there on that one. Yeah, um, that's pretty easy. Unforget- There's a few like shows that make jokes about how like people are trying to redeem him and it just couldn't work anymore. He's yeah. so synonymous now with like a murderer getting away with it. Pretty much. It's like a true. I mean, a lot of people, I think myself included, hear of him first because of that rather than... Mm. any of his sporting accolades. Or Did even appearing, appearing in the Naked Gun films. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you hear the phrase, like, white bronco, 
Personally, <laughs> I immediately think of OJ running away from the police. So, yeah. back, back to mine. Go on. Roses are red, violets are glorious. Don't try to surprise Oscar Pistorius. That's a Forgive I him. I saying a fucking name then. I was going to be like, who the fuck is Rosa Red? <laughs> something, something. First name Rosa, surname Red. <laughs> <laughs> Are we forgiving Oscar Pistorius? Uh, no. Is he, is he dead? He's in jail and he's still in South is Africa. He? I didn't know if he died in jail. I can't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, literally no one's, no one's forgiven Oscar Pistorius. Apparently he's That's been getting pissed quite a lot. Who knows the stuff saying is absolutely legless. Oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> no, Oscar Pistorius is still alive. Okay. That was now. fucking... Oh, Jesus. Let's ask a question. Is Liam forgiven or unforgiven? <laughs> yeah, Liam's going on the unforgiven lift. Hang on, give me a sec. Do you want me to <clears throat> cut that, Liam? Do you want me to do the clap? <laughs> I ain't cutting shit. Yeah, dude is not forgiven. Solid gold hits. He's a convicted murderer. That's one of the things you do not come back from. Pretty much. I mean, the last guy, at least he didn't get convicted for the murder that he did. So you're it's putting me on a list for one bad joke. You're putting me on a list with, <laughs> with one convicted. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's OJ Simpson, Oscar Pistorius and Liam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see the sad thumbs up I just gave. You took no, the whiskey there, Ross. Yeah. Oh, I, was about, I want to open my whole garden, but... I'm short on beers, so... Um... We'll crack it in a minute. I need it. Can I well, go for a pee? We're not having this... We're having left for the next one, aren't we, though, so... Yeah. yeah crack that. Right, I'll go for a week. Okay. I will bring up my next one. Uh, Sergio Ramos. Is Let me hear one. For what? For Unforgiven? Yeah, I think generally. Now, don't get me wrong. No, the shit people don't me. like Sergio Ramos because he's a shit house, but I love yeah, it. Aaron. Aaron, what a, fucking, what a lead-in. Right, so I'm going to bring up my unforgiven celebrities. Number one, murderer. Number two, murderer. Number three, Sergio Ramos. Is <laughs> I didn't say that everything they'd done was going to be as bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, but, but bloody hell, man. Give us some build-up. Start with, like... So Sergio Ramos is a dickhead, and then end with OJ's a murderer. This guy spat some the... debate. Yeah. To be fair, you brought up OJ. I was just, I was just linking it up with my segues. I wasn't going to dive. I didn't in bring up OJ. Can, can I, can I just bring up the fact that we, we're having this to discuss whether people are forgiven or unforgiven? But Aaron's already put them into two separate columns. I have got a maybe. <laughs> I've made section. the decision. I have got a maybe section. <laughs> okay. And also, I well, guess Sergio Ramos is not in young for, in maybe at least. Apparently, I'm wrong on this one. Yeah, you are. Okay. Why, 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 what's he? What's he done that's so bad? Well, he just did a arsehole. arsehole. Yeah. On the. Pitch. I, mean, I didn't like say. Oh, I, not, I'm not saying that everybody nice. is a murderer in this list. I'm just saying that for things that they have done. You heard that, folks? Kind of... I'm, I'm going to edit that so it says I'm saying everyone <laughs> is a murderer on this list. Just remove the not bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm you, saying you don't edit everyone anything. is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> All of these people are murderers. <laughs> um, no, but like, I, not everybody needs to be that bad. But my point is that for what his indiscretions are, which are generally being an arsehole, getting a ridiculous amount of sending offs in his career. You know, generally being an unliked player, I don't think people would forgive him for that yet. I think he's 
appreciated for what he does. Okay. He's, I mean, just look at his record for Real Madrid. He's something like their third highest goal scorer or something stupid See, like that. See, this is the thing where I think that, like, give it five years. Maybe he leaves Real this year, which is possibly. Um, so give it maybe three years then. Then he'll be forgiven. He'll just slide into that unforgiven mode because because he's not actively committing those same transgressions. But, yeah, that's kind of where I was at on him. Maybe it's because... I'm also a shithouse, or I should think back in the day, I was a bit more of a shithouse defender. That I, I mean, I'm saying this as a 100% shithouse defender. <laughs> I, I am not forgiven, because I, I still I, play on... Well, did, anyway. Yeah, for now. So I have no problem with Sergio. I don't want to play against him, but I know he'll fuck United over if... You're saying he's one of those, like... Uh, you don't want to play against him, but you if you had him on in your team... You'd... Oh, absolutely. I'd love him. Yeah. yeah. I think he's great. He is an arsehole. But... but I don't think he's a villain. Okay. He's, oh. he's, a, he's a panto villain, is Sergio Ramos. He's not, he's, he's not like um, Suarez or someone like that, who's actually just an arsehole, like, just disgusting, just bites people because he's hungry. Yeah. I didn't have Suarez down. I should have put Suarez down. Suarez, uh, I'm, 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 Ramos, change him, scribble him out, put him on the forgiven. That's um, fine. I mean, uh, at least uh, we've got a, So going back to your point about me having them all in categories, at least now we've got a reason to have the discussion. Yes. So have you got have you got uh, Suarez down there, I assume? I've got Suarez, yeah. Um, and then I put the note next to it, always has been, slash always will be, grade A cunt. And I stand by that. Because he's a dick. If, I mean, unless you may be a Barcelona fan, I don't even think Liverpool fans stand by him that much now. Well, they stood by him when he was a racist prick, didn't they? Yeah. I didn't like him ever since he uh, handballed that goal away from Ghana in the World Cup. That yeah. Time. That was when I knew I didn't like him. That was, I think, even before he signed for Liverpool. Well, the thing is, so the biting thing, okay, I appreciate everyone knows this, like, about this, and it's a hot take that he's an arsehole because he bites people. But well, he's he done this three times. He does bite people. <laughs> he did it at Ajax. Liverpool took a punt and he did it for them. He did it for Uruguay. Yeah. It's a miracle he's not bit anyone in, in La Liga. Barcelona. That's because you yeah. can't get near anyone without them falling over in La Liga. Yeah, probably. Whoa. I'll I tell you one that I've got that is actually a kind of a thingy one. But I only found out about it the other day. It's Frank Rightguard. Is it Rightguard or Rightguard? Rightguard. Rightguard. From spitting in Rudy Voller's hair. Yes. Did you see it on Twitter too, the anniversary? No, I, I just know about it. It's just one of those weird things of like, every time he got close to Rudy Voller, Rudy Voller's got this really long hair, like uh, curly sort of hair do. And every time my guy ever got near him, he's proper gobbed in his hair. It's quite disgusting, isn't it? And then Voller's just sort of, every time he's like, like turning around to the ref, like, I'm sure he's just spat on me. Yeah. I don't know, that's an interesting one. I think he probably has been forgiven for that. I think he has. I think that's because it was so long ago as well. Because it was so yeah. long ago that people don't well, that know about the, it. Must have been like, what, 88 or something like that? Yeah. 
I guess it would have been. So he's appearing on Match of the Day now. People aren't really talking about it, but... People remember that he took Barcelona and had them for the Ronaldinho years and stuff like that, rather than the gobbing in Rudy Voller's perm. <laughs> Who's this? Frank Reichardt. Oh uh. I feel like if you are good enough, people will forgive you. I don't know. Again, though, Suarez, going back to Suarez, that's kind of... He's oh, a really good player, Suarez. but... Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Suarez yeah. is just nasty, though. That's the difference. Yeah, but his his things are worse and what instant did more repeated. The biting, the handball. All we've brought, we've, we've gone for a long time. Yeah, we've gone for like ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes, Jesus. Um, Just a real long wait. The next one I'd got then is uh, Floyd Mayweather. I feel like he's kind of not been forgiven, really. I feel like he has sort of been forgiven, but he should definitely not have been. I don't think he's been fully. Not fully, but I feel like it's not talked about. It's like, um, you know, Chris Brown? Yeah. Every time he gets brought up, everyone's like, oh, yeah, terrible person for what he did. like his music, Good boxer, though. though. Good singer, though. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I um, it's never, if you're good it's never, enough, people forget. It's never that... Yeah, I, don't, I don't think Chris <clears throat> Brown's that good, but... That is, that is true. It's not fair, but it's all about talent levels as well. If I go beating Lydia, no I'm going to trade. That. No one's forgiving me. If when X tenacious. I mean, I'm not really forgiving you anyway because you're sort of bringing everything down a little bit. You're that untalented. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I came out way harsher I'm, than I thought. I'm, I'm a villain for being bad. And because I'm bad, I can't be forgiven for it. I came out way harsher than I expected it to. Yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. On that note. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Floyd Mayweather, who notoriously has hit women in the past. He's hit men too, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he gets paid for that. <laughs> Dan, what are you doing? Inverting my hoe garden. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pour it and then swirl and then pour it on top, but I don't have a glass pouring too, so I'm just inverting. What about um So I haven't opened my whole garden because I was gonna drink that during this podcast and then have the other beer for the next episode. Okay. I feel like we're close to the end of this episode, so I don't want to open my whole garden because it's quite big. What about what's his name? Do we forgive uh Sean Connery? That's a good shout. That's um, a really good shout. I mean he's got an excuse for that though, hasn't he? What? It's okay to hit a woman. That's his excuse, basically. It's okay to hit a woman if you've given the if she wants to give the final word, but you've already given it. I thought his thing was as long as it's an open palm. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of bad defences. <laughs> yeah. Just remember him saying to me that uh, to you if, specifically, if they, if they send one of yours to the hospital, you send one of theirs to the morgue. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like he's one that's not discussed enough because I think he pretty much in general is either Arsenal. forgiven. It's or it's not known about. Yeah. He's awful. He's a terrible person. Yeah, you're right. That is a good one, actually. It's basically Mel Gibson before like the internet. So he didn't yeah. get found out properly. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Ten, ten points if you can name Sean Connery's last film. Dan, you go first. Oh. Yeah, well done. No, it's not The League of Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Because oh, The League God. of Gentlemen is that sitcom. Yeah, but 
I knew it was the that film. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, most what I was thinking. Of, like, you'd never ever get like someone in that now if they've come out and on in an interview said, Yeah, it's okay to hit a woman, you know, if they mouth off to you. What? <laughs> I don't know. Like guys, we're making this film, we need a big name for it, but we haven't got any money. OJ it is. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, guys, we haven't got a lot of money. I think we can make a film. But the only two actors I can get are OJ and Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. To be fair for all OJ's faults, he's never said, you know, if you beat a woman, it's okay if you've already told her what the word is and she tries to speak back. No, he just stabbed her. <laughs> didn't he what did you have no they were split up weren't they and she'd moved on and he basically had not uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure on all the internet apps. we'll do that as a two part with the uh, Belgian paedophile episode I mean I if believe... there's one thing that people Wait. should come to expect from this is that we do speak without knowing all the facts bingo I would I would love to get more specific and I would love to do an OJ one um, yeah because bringing it back to uh, the fact that Ross from Friends played Robert Kardashian. Uh, OJ's defence was that they were on a break. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> uh, the last person I've got for Unforgiven, by the way, was Lance Armstrong. The guy who walked on the moon? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> no, Lance Armstrong. I, uh, I don't know if you've like, seen any interviews of Lance Armstrong or anything recently as well. He just doubles yeah. down on it. He is yeah, like, right. yeah, everyone else is a prick. I, nothing, I did nothing wrong. <laughs> you know, he, blood, he was doing blood doping and shit like that. I would say Lance Armstrong is half and half because he is right. Everyone so in cycling, again. everyone in cycling is doping. Uh, it doesn't matter. Did you Lance ever Armstrong, watch that? Lance Armstrong um... cheated more than anybody else had cheated in the world, and then won it eight times. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> blood doping is that? way worse than like some of the stuff they do. No, have you ever read that? Isn't EPO like basically the same thing? And all of them do that. But anyway, again, uh, we don't have the facts. This is not the podcast for that. Did you ever watch that John Boy video I sent you? I think it was the 1912 Olympics. I'm going to say let's, no. Let's just double check it. So it was basically like the, no, um, John Boy. the first marathon. Right. And um, yeah, it was. It was in. Uh, oh, no. What fucking year was it? 26? God damn it. It was in St. Louis anyway. Okay. And um, the winner originally was an American. It was 1904. And the winner originally was an American who was running, got tired halfway around, and then got driven to the finish line. <laughs> and a mile, from, a mile from the finish line was like, I feel all right now, actually. You know, I've been in this car for like fucking 40 minutes away. It's 1904. <laughs> got out and ran the last mile to the Olympic stadium and the people there were just like, this guy's won. Fireworks <laughs> <laughs> going mad. Awarding the gold medal. We're like, USA. This guy is unbelievable. <laughs> He's still able to sprint. <laughs> Not the end of the story. This so guy's done there. it in one hour. <laughs> <laughs> he got there to the end um, and the uh, Olympic officials were like, fucking well done. And then someone turned up about like half an hour after him and was like, that guy got in a car like fucking two hours ago. I saw him. And then he was like, guys, I was going to come clean anyway. This was a joke, an elaborate joke. I did get in a car actually and drive the rest of the race. 
So he'd already lied. But that's not the best part of the, the race. So, like, the entire race is obviously like a 26 mile circuit on dust roads with rocks, giant rocks in the middle of the roads, wild packs of dogs running around St. Louis. And for a 26 mile race in the middle of summer, they had one, one water stop. Because oh the, guy who designed, the guy who designed the games was like, I wonder what people would do if there's only one water stop if they'd be able to finish it. Some <laughs> of them did. <laughs> Many did not. <laughs> the guy who eventually won that didn't like cheat by getting in a car was openly taking performance-enhancing drugs, which weren't illegal at the time. But the performance-enhancing drugs were his trainer wouldn't let him drink water and would only let him drink brandy and suck on a wet sponge. Wow. Wait, is that is that illegal now? Yeah. Sucking on a wet sponge? And I'm pretty sure it could eat eggs, but only raw. It was. So what, so what you're saying is, to improve my uh, 5k time, that's what I need to be doing. What I'm saying is, would you forgive the guy that drove to the end of the first ever Olympic marathon? I mean, the fact that he, if he came out and was like, he basically originated the word bant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I'm all, I'm all with that, yeah. Yeah, if I if I get given the first place and acknowledged, the only thing I'd be good about is I didn't get like the four hours as I came through the the stadium for being in first place. But I feel like he he definitely think he definitely originally intended to be like, look guys, I, I got in the car, I bowed out. But then when he got there and he said that like the fireworks, or whatever else, and everyone was going mad, he was like, let's see how far we can push it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what if no one else finishes? The guy in second place was drinking brandy and fucking <laughs> sponge. <laughs> Sponging his gob. Yeah, he's never making it. There's another guy in it that was um, like a Cuban. And all the other, like you look at the picture, you can look at pictures of them. And everyone else that was in the race was like, you know, like shorts and trainers. Yeah. Uh, this dude turned up in trousers and like a, a Cuban mailman outfit. <laughs> and... Uh, the only reason his, his, his trousers got turned into shorts was because another competitor took pity on him. Because two seconds was the fucking kind. <laughs> in the middle of a fucking in the, story. Right in the middle of his story, yeah. yeah. Basically on the punchline, I think. Should we just end the, end the episode before he gets back? Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> Should we do it? Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Uh, go on, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's L-T-A-N pod and that's us for the week bye bye